Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Now it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287, Southern New England Sports Original, 1037. All right, welcome into the Martin Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Bang Kitchen. Kitch, good morning. How are you? I am good. How was your Thanksgiving, Mark? Oh, it was great. How was yours? It was, it was, it was. That's great. Uh, sounds it lovely. I um I still am mystified. Uh, it's become an annual thing now. Why that Scott Stapp Creed performance from twenty plus years ago is still such a thing? Um, I didn't understand why it was such a a phenomenon, and that it came back around now, twenty something years later. You have any answers for me? No, uh, I I wish Creed stayed away. They've been gone since what two thousand four. They never needed to come back. I don't know why anyone's bringing them back. Well, Yuck. the Texas Rangers brought him back, and it worked out pretty well. Yuck. I'm just saying, I, I mean, awful. the guy, it's kind of funny to watch him. He's in the jersey. You know, he, I don't know if he's lip syncing. I don't know if that's a part of the whole thing. But it's just, I don't understand why that performance uh, sticks out in the people's mind. Um, and, and it's lasted, and it's, it's resurfaced 22 years later. I just don't get it. Well, um, as much as I think they blow, is probably much better than the Jack Harlow halftime performance. Didn't understand that one either. I, I mean, again, not an, I don't mind his music, I guess, but an electric performer coming out of an igloo, a minuscule igloo, igloo, igloo mm-hmm. in the middle of the, the – and <laughs> he looks like a, so a college student, an MIT student. So I, I don't know. Um, whatever. And, and by the way, how many good songs does he have? He goes back to industry, baby. He has one verse in that song. It's not even his whole song. Yeah, I um, look, in the Lions, once again, on Thanksgiving, I almost felt bad for them because they've had such a good year, eight and two, rolling, and they do what they always do on Thanksgiving. Find a way to disappoint in the midst of a great year. Uh, and I was pulling for them just for the sake of they always suck. Hey, why not one time you're in the middle of a good year, have a nice performance on Thanksgiving, and once again, um, well, it, it's know. a bummer as a Lions fan because uh, I'm not a Lions fan, but for Lions fans, it's like, okay, with this win, granted it's over Green Bay, it's not a, you know, a great team, it is a divisional game, you know, if you get that win, now you're s- truly sitting there with Philly and San Francisco and people kind of actually have to talk about you. And now you're just like, okay, nope, you're still a second tier. You can't, you can't work your way into the top tier quite yet. 
speaking of talking about you, um, let me ask you this question just because we're talking about it. Is it time is it time to take Dallas a little bit more seriously or not yet? Not yet. I mean, I, da- Dallas has to beat a good team. Dallas and Miami are basically the same exact thing. They're both eight and three. Yep. They both have dynamic offenses. They both have decent to good quarterbacks, certainly not great quarterbacks. They both have a great weapon, you know, a great first weapon. Uh, Miami's second weapon is better. Yep. Uh, but but the commonality between those two teams is that they only beat bad teams. They're not beating. If you look at Miami, I th- you know, they've beaten the Jets, the Patriots. I, I think the combined record for Miami's wins ag- against is like 15 and 37. Like they're, they're not beating good teams. And that's the same thing with Dallas. Until you start to beat a top tier team, I can't really take you seriously. I would give Dallas's defense an edge over Miami's. Um, Certainly. They just find playmakers. In the, in the and, play I, and I would defense. give Miami's offense a slight edge over Dallas's. Right. Same. Uh, Coaching-wise, weapons-wise, all of the above, even maybe even quarterback-wise. I think they're Tua and I, Dak can kind of go back and forth. I think it's nip and tuck with them. It's an interesting landscape now, especially – after what we saw on Monday night with the Chiefs and the drops, and I just remain stunned, and I know other people have made this point, Kitch, but the fact that they did not add or try to add a significant piece at the deadline stuns me based on how they've operated. I know there's a salary cap and all these other considerations, but especially when you look at how the landscape of the AFC was trending. Now, maybe Mm -hmm. you didn't know that Mark Andrews was going to get hurt, but you just look around the, the conference, and it wasn't as... And maybe this went into their thinking, but it's it's wide open for you. And the Chiefs leading into Monday night really, to me, um, had been the favorite by you know by a wide margin. Especially when you look at their defense, they were almost a defensive team, which is good. But we've seen it again. We know a lot here because we've seen up close and personal greatness for twenty years. Especially in this NFL, we know what a lack of weaponry can do to a team. Two thousand six, two thousand thirteen, fourteen. You know the difference between 2013 and 14 and stuff like that. If you don't have the pass catchers and the guys that can make the plays, it can ruin you. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, now I'm wondering about the chiefs and you know, they're better defensively. I don't know if they're a defense, like a type of defensive team that can take you to a super bowl, especially with some of the other teams in the NFC they'd have to go against, whether it's Philly or San Francisco playing well with Purdy, um, but now it feels as wide open as it has all year, and it felt wide open going into Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So rank the AFC for me. Rank the top four teams in the AFC for me. Well, I'm still going to go with the Chiefs first because of Mahomes. I have to. And Mahomes yep. in the defense. I am a believer in the defense. Um, okay. You know, the, the Steve Spagnolo, Spagnolo thing really pisses me off, really pisses me off. Because we were saying, I'll get to your question again, Ben, but I just, Mm -hmm. this is something we were saying before, before it became, this whole coaching fiasco with the Patriots became an issue, you know, with the, with the sons and Joe judge and Matt Patricia coming back and do it before that whole thing became a, a problem and a disgrace. Really? We were saying this about the Patriots go and get an established defensive coordinator that can come in and like that turn around the defense wade phillips in the texans system to th- uh, whatever it was 2010 10 12 years ago it happened 
and we were, we were saying, especially towards the end of Tom Brady, now credit, they did make some changes. Brian Flores was able to do that in the 2018 playoffs, and then some. They changed philosophically. Mm-hmm. But they, I was calling for that more. And then you look at what some of these teams that have really been good and made changes, like the Chiefs and Spagnolo. He comes in, a veteran guy that has been around the block, won Super Bowl. He came in, and since he's been there, they've been a capable defense, and they've made plays, and they've well, they showed the, up. Stats-wise, they have the third-best defense in the league right now. Right. And they, and and they look the part, that. too. They look the part, too. Okay, so it's not just the stats, because you know how I feel about the stats, and I think the stats can be misleading and all those things. Of course. They, they looked the part, too, and they've looked the part uh, over years. And the one time they didn't win the Super Bowl, honestly, was more on the, the offensive line than anything else. But that's beside the point. I, I mean, I'm going to go the Chiefs number one because of what you said about the Dolphins. The Dolphins number three. I'm going to put the Ravens because their defense has been better than I thought at number two. Mm-hmm. And then just I get you know I don't really feel good about anything else. I'm gonna put Jacksonville number four. Um, obviously the Bengals are done, and their defense took us. St- so I would have had reservations about the Bengals. I mean Houston is a nice story, but I can't put them in the top yet. I mean I just can't do yeah. it. And I I've just been completely turned off by Buffalo. I can't see it. So I'm gonna go Jacksonville, and I'm gonna figure that maybe. You know, we were both high on Trevor Lawrence coming into the season. Maybe he finds a little something, gets hot. I think if any team were to get hot, he'd be as dangerous as anybody if they were fi- if they could find a way to get hot. So I go um, Kansas City, Baltimore, Miami, Jacksonville. I guess. Okay. You? Interesting. I think I'd probably put. I'm the same with you until we get to that fourth team. I I think I'd still put Buffalo above Jacksonville. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty far out on Buffalo as well, but they're still pretty good. They still have some talent. If you if you put a game of heads up, Buffalo versus Jacksonville, are you taking Jacksonville? Where's the game? I, I mean, I wouldn't feel good about it. I mean, yeah, look. I'm still taking Buffalo in that scenario. You know, I still think Buffalo can go further than Jacksonville in the playoffs when it comes down to it. If if they make it. Um, so I'd probably still put Buffalo ahead of Jacksonville. Here's the thing. Houston's very interesting because they are. They could leapfrog Jacksonville in the AFC South. They are. They're a game behind them. Yeah. When you think about it, though, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen. In the playoffs, now mm-hmm. Allen is famous for that magical performance he had in Kansas City in a loss. Now, that wasn't on mm-hmm. him. But has has Josh Allen in the playoffs really accomplished that much more than Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs? Mm. So Trevor Lawrence is what one and one in the playoffs? Five touchdowns, five picks. Like that's you know that's I'm not just, very good. They had the they had that epic meltdown in the first half against the Chargers. Then the epic comeback. Um, so you kind of have a moment there. You win that game, and then you play pretty well in Kansas City and put up a fight against the Chiefs. The okay, signature... so, so Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen's 4-4 four and four in the playoffs. Okay. He's thrown 17 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Okay. But okay. Uh, there's a big gulf there. Okay. So, edge to Josh Allen. 
Certainly. So maybe we'll see what happens. But I don't know. I just I've been turned off. I th- I feel like they just have not done what they need to do um, in Buffalo to put themselves in a position to either keep the window open or to yeah. widen it or whatever. And it feels like it's almost closed. So that's kind of where I, I'm coming from, where the Trevor Lawrence thing doesn't feel like it's it's even as open as it's going to be. No, I guess that's where to, I'm to me, if, from. I, if I'm Buffalo, unless something miraculous happens in the playoffs, um, you got to fire your coach. You have to. I agree. He can't take you any further. You're, you're going to need a new guy in there because you're going to need to figure. You're also going to need to start moving on from some of the older guys and building around Josh Allen again. I mean, Diggs isn't young. I don't know how exactly old he is. He's I think 30, he's like 30. 30, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, he's 30 years old. So, and he turns, no, he turns 30 in a couple of days. So, you, you got to start looking around at how to fix that and try and keep that window open. Uh, and to me, the only way you can do it is to blow out your coach. Now, you've got, you know, some interesting things out. You got Dalton Kincaid, who looks like he's legit, looks like he's the real deal. Um, but you got to continue to build around. You need to figure out what your running game is actually going to be. They they need to blow out their coach and, and uh, start over at that side of things. Yeah, and it, again, it's not like um, Sean McDermott is completely incapable or an absolute boob. He he just sometimes you need a new voice. And I think with the windows in pro sports so finite, there comes a point at times where you just need somebody else in there to try to maximize whatever window you have left. And it's been a while that Sean McDermott's been in there. They've had some nice runs. Josh Allen's kind of gone up and now come back down. I I do think if they're not able to put together something significant, which to me would be AFC championship game at the least in order for him to save his job, I I would say, again, it it sucks. It's kind of the way the job goes, though. You need a new voice. It's a lot like quarterbacks, right? Head coaches, a lot like quarterbacks. There's a lot of guys that can get you to the dance, but there's only so few of them that can actually win it all for you. And it's the same thing for head coaches. I think Sean McDermott's a a perfectly fine head coach. I think he's a team that can consist. He's proven he can consistently get you into the playoffs, but he can't put you over the top. And he's had enough opportunity. Same thing with quarterbacks. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying he's had enough opportunities to do that and to, and to show up and to, and to prove what he can do with Josh Allen. And it's been a little bit different since Brian Dayball left. It's just time for a new – got to have – again, when Diggs is gone, they're going to have to find another number one wide receiver, and that's not always the easiest thing to do or else you're not going to be relevant. If you couldn't win with the number one guy when those two were at their best, you're not going to win without him. So that's kind of your window right there. And I think now is the time to make a change if they don't do it. Look, we get into more in the NFL and the Bills and everything else going on in the AFC. But what's going on with the Patriots, their quarterback situation, we got to get into that because this is, you know, low-key, a huge game in a lot of different ways. We can talk about the implications. And I also want to talk, Kitch, going forward. The next head coach, I mean, I, I really have a hard time going into NFL draft talk on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, <laughs> that's the, the tough thing to do. But – you know, I, I do think the the head coach conversation is more interesting to me than what they're going to do at quarterback, at least for right now. And we'll get into some implications of that and what could be on the horizon for the Patriots in that regard. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show. Let's get it trending with Devo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 